What's up, everybody? Today, I'm super excited to announce my guest. He's a native of Fort Mill, South Carolina, a former track star in high school, and a Clemson walk-on, Joshua Victor. And how's it going, my guy? Going good, man. Going good, man. I'm uh, blessed to be here. Just blessed to be on the show with you. And uh, glad to be here for the day. So, yeah. Blessed to have you, my guy. So, uh, first and foremost, why don't you tell us a little bit about your hometown of Fort Mill, South Carolina, and what it makes it so unique and special? Um, yeah, I've been living for uh, Fort Mill, South Carolina for 13 years. Uh, it's been a quite some time now. Uh, I moved from Long Island, New York in uh, 2007. I was eight years old when I came to Fort Mill. Uh, living in Fort Mill has been uh, quite a journey just from experience for the love of the game of football. Um, I wasn't quite a football kid when I first moved to South Carolina, but I guess the whole native of living in South Carolina and Fort Mill introduced me to, to the love for it. So just meeting around South Carolina, uh, Fort Mill has been uh, a journey for me, um, you know, positive vibes, nothing but positive vibes that you see around this town. Um, you know, it's a beautiful place to be in. Uh, one of the best, you know, school districts that they have around here in South Carolina as well, too, or at Fort Mill they have around here, too, you know. Now, most everything about it is is amazing. Just the people, the area, uh, sports, all that stuff about Fort Mill. So, Fort Mill's been an amazing place to be. That's what's up. So, um, what was your kind of recruiting process like in high school, and then how'd you end up in Newberry College? Uh, yeah, uh, when I was, uh, went to Nation Ford High School, uh, played football for four years down there. Uh, it was, I was at a point where I didn't play varsity until my end of my sophomore year or junior year coming up. Uh, recruiting process wasn't, wasn't that heavy. Um, I was a kid that was uh, underrated, trying to get myself out there. Um, I had zero offers in the making. Uh, I tried to, you know, put myself out there to other schools to contact me during the time, but it was very hard because, uh, Fort Mill, South Carolina, it's not like a place where we really get that shine and we really get the opportunity to show ourselves like that. Not a lot of coaches and scouts really come to Fort Mill, South Carolina. So it was just me trying to put myself out there. But uh, I had Zero's offers in um, at, uh, Nation Ford around the time. And Newberry College came around my uh, second semester of my senior year uh, during spring. We had spring sign around the town. Uh, one of the coaches uh, – knew one of the other coaches from Newberry College, and they gave me the opportunity to be at Newberry College at the time. And uh, right after high school, uh, got to play at Newberry College right away. Uh, it was a blessing for me because, you know, especially uh, not getting an office or anything like that, just getting an opportunity. You know, I'm a person that makes uh, the best out of my opportunities no matter what. And when I saw the Newberry uh, opportunity came last minute during my senior year, I said, why not, you know, continue the game that, or continue what I love to do. And uh, the fact that I got an opportunity means a lot. So, uh, to the opportunity for Newberry, and uh, that's how that's how that came around my high school career. Yeah, that's what's up. That's a crazy journey. I've talked to a lot of people with some crazy journeys, my guy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. just just the common theme is just like keep your head down and grind, bro. Good things about that's to happen to you, bro. You young, like you got it. Yes, sir. That's all it is. That's all it is. <laughs> yes, sir. So you uh, you know, you tweeted that you were actually opting to go walk on at Clemson. Uh, for this upcoming season, what led to that decision, and how did your uh, teammates over at Newberry take that? Um, it was it was uh, it was quite of a, a really hard thing to do. As I left Newberry around the time, I made the decision that I wanted to hit the transfer portal, and um, when I did that, it was uh, talk to coaches and everything first. I ended up leaving Newberry due to financial reasons, um, and during the time when I wanted to try to walk on that Clemson, one of my former coaches, uh, Coach McLean, that coach that uh nation Ford high school got the opportunity to have at clemson we talked about things going on around the process and um once i had the transfer portal i said you know why not go for it uh, during the time i had the transfer portal there was other d2 schools that hit me up uh 
a lot of schools that I wasn't unfamiliar with because it was very far away from home. And, uh, you know, part of our family, we want to make sure we get that, you know, you know, good amount of money for our school, you know, all that don't want to be too much in debt and everything. Uh, as I come from a Haitian family as well, too, we, we believe in strong in that as well. So um, during the time I had the transfer portal, it was other schools contacting me and everything like that. But, you know, I said, why not be at home? You know, I, I live close to uh, close to uh, South Carolina, which is, you know, two hours away from home and all that stuff. So I just wanted to make sure that I wanted to play around home and everything. And matter of fact, I got the opportunity. So uh, right now, it's just working through the process through trying to be as a, a walk-on over there. Uh, we're still going through a lot of things right now. So I'm talking to the coaches back and forth and everything. But that's all, you know, that's how I led to it. Something that uh, I wanted to be or what I wanted to do when I was a kid to go to the to university like that. Um, high school, my senior year, I was, uh, uh, my senior year, I, went to, I got invited to the camps, uh, the Coach Weenie camp, you know, got to show my showcase around there. And they believed strong to me um, at the time. And they said, let's, you know, talk things further on. But things, you know, things, not a lot of things go as the way it's planned. So, you know, what you want to do is, you know, just stick to your head to it. And as soon as I left Newberry, Clemson came back to my mind again. I said, you know what, you know, start. I, I always love to quote, uh, whatever you start, you got to finish strong with. So I started with that during my high school. Why not finish with it? And that's the plan I'm going for right now. Yeah, bet on yourself, bro, for sure. Um, so like, I'm just going to make the story dope when you holding up that natty next year, bro. You're going to be like, yeah, I came to y'all's camp and now look at me oh, now. Man. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's the goal right there, man, especially, you know, uh, seeing it so much from so some of the guys, because I know some of the guys on the, on the team already that I'm real close with and everything. So well, I always talk about, man, I, you know, I can't wait to be a part of that. And I'm working on it right now, trying to get to the team as well. But um, nah, just, I mean, I, I always picture that some as a glory, uh, a glory moment. So, you know what I'm saying? Just to see stuff like that, man, uh, I definitely want to see that in the making while I'm at Clemson. So, for sure. For sure. I'm going to be the first one to double tap it on IG, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, real quick, I kind of want to, you know, go back to your high school days real quick on a little bit of a yeah. more serious note. Since, uh, you know, I'm dedicated to donating all my earnings from this podcast throughout the entire year of 2020 to help combat social injustice, police brutality. Um, you uh-huh. mind going over your your experience and situation in a in a, you know, in a similar way from back when you were in high school and then kind of just really state how important it is for people to realize how important this is. Um yeah so you know you know we're living through a tough world today um you know with the coronavirus and you know all this chaotic stuff going on around the world and um I really think it's something that you know of course has to come to a stop and everything like that. So I do believe that you know one day we will see better days and and all that stuff and what happened with me back in high school that I wanted to share. Uh, you know, it was it was a tough time because I was young. I was 17 years old. I was a kid, so I never knew, you know, so much so much about you know this happening or that happening. It was a lot going on during the time. But I was 17 and I was in class, and uh, you know, minding my business, I was in biology class, and I got uh, called out by my resource officer during the time. And uh, when I got called by my resource officer somebody come here, there was another officer behind with a canine dog, and I didn't know how to uh, reenact because I'm young, I'm like, oh, this is a dog, and I don't know what, I don't know what, you know, we're going to talk about, or we're going to lead up to, um, and as I was walking, you know, towards the conference room, uh, when I turned around, I'm, I see the, you know, police officer looking at me all weird, and seeing the way how I walk, and, you know, my assistant principal was there at the time trying to calm me down, and um, as soon as I'm walking, I go to the conference room, there's two more officers around that time, and, um, I sit down, they show me footage saying that uh, there's an ABC gas, uh, not gas station, uh, flea market that I stay by. And uh, they was just saying that um, 
they showed me footage saying that a kid stole candy from the the, uh, the flea market. And if you look closely in the footage, the footage actually he has the same face as me. Like I was actually kind of shocked and I was scared. I was like, wow, you know, this guy looks like me and everything. Um, as soon as I saw the face, um, I was completely shocked, you know, like I said before. And his hair was actually way different from mine. He had his hair, you know, to the side and everything. They like to say South Florida hair, like crazy hair type. But I never had that type of hair in high yeah. school. You know? It was real different. Um, but, you know, it wasn't me. The time that I had, the time that, or the time of footage that was on, the time of date that was on the footage was the time of uh, date that I was at track practice. And I told the police officers, you know, is it okay if I call my post to show proof? Because I want to show proof that, you know, I was at practice and this is not me and everything like that. Because I was shocked. And, you know, a kid getting pulled out of class and, you know, letting this happen, I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. So It's like the last thing you would expect. We get exactly, class, man. Nah, most definitely. It's crazy. You know, you just, you just look at it yeah. like, man, I have no idea what's going on. So, I was telling the officer, I was like, that's not me, that's not, not me, can I call my coach and everything. They didn't allow me to call my phone, they didn't allow me to do anything. They just, they thought I was lying to them. And as soon as I said, you know, that's not me, that's not me, they're like, it's okay to lie, it's okay to, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 be nervous around them. And I wasn't nervous around them at all because my confidence was strong and, you know, so as I'm trying to pull out my phone and everything, the two cops from behind me, they're like, all right, this kid keeps saying the same thing over and over again, let's detain him. So they stood up behind me and the cop in front pulled out his handcuffs in front. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a kid. I'm, I'm a teenager. I'm a young teenager getting nervous, don't know what's going on. And I'm freaking out saying, like, I'm about to get detained. And uh, my assistant principal managed to calm them down saying, you know, this is uh, something that we can't allow to happen, you know, at the school. Like, is there any certain way we can, you know, show proof that this is him? And the other option was to search my home. So they end up going to, uh, they end up going to my house uh, with my father being there. My father was the only one at the house have no idea what's going on, you know what I'm saying? He had to listen to the orders and everything, knowing that he could have made the situation worse if he went against it or anything like that because, you know what I'm saying, it's, 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 it's crazy at the end of the day. So they end up going to the house and uh, they went up to my room trying to search everything. They end up finding nothing. They end up finding no evidence. They apologized to my father. And I got the news back saying that they left you know, without finding anything, just like I was, you know, I was right the whole time. And just to go through something like that, you know what I'm saying, I don't look at it as a, story to you know say this happened to me and you know what I'm saying help inspire I, I want to put my yeah I want to put my name out there no I put this story to you know what I'm saying to show that I don't want you know this situation happening to anybody especially the young kids in this world you know what I'm saying because I play football not only just to play the game but I play the game to inspire the youth inspire the young guys that are going through times like this and that's just something that means a lot to me because you know, when Kobe Bryant passed away, he passed on like a lot of generations and, or he, he made greatness in the making. And I feel like I can do the same way as I leave my point off from here. So, you know what I'm saying? And I, I share that message just to know that if there's anybody that hasn't made a change or anybody that hasn't, you know what I'm saying, see what's going on in this world to realize what's going on, especially people that knows me, the people that see me before heard of me or whatever, you know, just to realize like this can happen to anybody. And the fact that I was 17 years old too, I finally told the story up, you know. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's definitely an important story to share because, you know, people need to realize that, like, this shit is going on. Like, people like to just sit in their bubble and be comfortable. But, like, yeah, you have yeah. to have you have to have these uncomfortable uncom- conversations in order to make change. And people aren't realizing that, like, these are the conversations that, like, I'm just going to straight up say it. That, like, us as white people, bro, we don't really have to have. And, like, it's like it's, it's a terrible thing, bro. Like, police are supposed to be helping us. They're not supposed to be you know, taking our brothers away from us, bro. Like, exactly. like, bro, we all, we all bleed red, bro. You know what I mean? Like yeah. shit's, shit's yeah. ridiculous, bro. 
but thank, thank you for sharing that story, bro, because I know it's not an easy story to share because no one likes that shit, bro. It pisses me off so much. Just like, you know, it's just it's ridiculous, bro. Yeah, it is. I appreciate it. Nah, I definitely, like I said, you know, it was a story that I had for four years. I never told the world, but I felt like, especially what's going on in this world, that was the right time to finally let it out, you know what I'm saying? To finally, you know, tell everybody what's, what's, what's the deal with this whole thing and, you know, stuff like that needs to end. We want to live in a better world. We all want to live equal. For sure. Minus at the end of the day. Always. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, you know, moving on, um, who has kind of been like your biggest motivation throughout your life and like through your football journey, kind of the, been the person that you just really like leaned on for advice and mentorship? Um, if I could say, I don't really have like, you know, people like, you know, football players or anything like that, you know, what motivates me throughout like my football career is the people around me, the people that I'm with, you know, like, you know, guys like, I know you talk to Kurt Rigel and all that, you know, type of stuff. Guys like him and guys like, I have another friend named Imani Brooks and more athletes that are trying to like get out the grind and, and go through their ways. You know, people like, you know, like those guys really motivate me. And what motivated me myself, actually, um, it's just the things that happened in my life, you know, um, during the time when I hit the transfer portal and I was going through, you know, a lot during the time with my family. My uncle passed away, who was, I was real close with uh, throughout my childhood and you know, I know he wanted me to, to succeed in life and to, to, to do so much, you know, do so much in life and to go up and beyond. And, you know, stuff like that motivates me uh, throughout my football career. Um, really just never giving up too as well. Too. Like, he's always told me stuff like that to never give up and to always keep going. And especially when, you know, him passing away just made me even more hungry, made me more motivated than ever. And, you know, it's just really, I don't have anybody to look up to or whatever. It's just the stuff around me that keeps me motivated, keeps me going my life, my my whole legacy, you know, and as long as I look at those type of stuff, that's what keeps me going. Yeah, bro, I can tell just by the way you carry yourself that, like, you a dog, bro, and, like, you just, you got all the drive in the world, bro, and that's all you're going to need, really. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, so, uh, I know you don't, like, necessarily look up to, like, any, like, NFL players, but is there anybody you try to, like, model your play style after? Um, yeah, I, I, I really... When I look at guys like Reggie Bush, man, I know he's you know, retired, he's done, but or you kind of look like Reggie Bush a little bit. <laughs> in the face a little get, bit. Yeah, I get that. I get that at times though. But now Reggie Bush, man, he's uh he's he's a guy that I really look up to, man. With I'm, I'm a speed running back, a speed type of guy, offense, whatever. So uh, I really, you know, whenever I get bored or whenever I really want to to to, to see like how I can improve my game or anything like that, I just search for Reggie Bush highlights, you know, stuff like that, because he's a he's a type of running back that I always you know, see with, as he has speed, I know I, I have my speed and he has catching ability. I have catching ability. It's a lot of ways that I see, you know, what Reggie Bush does in the field that I know I can carry on to. So that's, you know, speed of running back type of thing. That's why I see myself a lot doing well too. Yeah, and I was, I was watching your film, bro, and I see a lot of Reggie Bush too. Hopefully you can uh, follow his footsteps, put on that black and gold real quick, you know. Oh, man, I know. Yeah, I know you do the same reports, man. I was just you know, thinking about that. So, like, man, hopefully one day, man, we're playing on it. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, who's on your pregame playlist? Ah, man. Uh, see if yours is better than Kirk's. <laughs> Hey, I already know Kurt's taste, man, but nah, he, he plays it all the time. We live together and everything. Yeah. So. <laughs> but um, if I had a uh, – let me see. I got Lil Baby on there, man. Uh, Lil Baby's on the come up a lot. Uh, Lil Uzi, you know, Lil Uzi has been on the come up a lot too. Uh, you know, these, these type of rappers, you know, you want to see you approve a lot. So 
Yeah, I got dumb for a little bit of future, man. You know, not a little bit, a lot of future, actually. I just don't play them usually from, like, my, my pregame, all that stuff, you know. I like to listen to songs that really get me ready. But, you know, little Baby Future. Uh, who else? You got G-Herbo as well, too. Uh, and many more rappers. I'm like a rapper, you know, you know, rap hip-hop type, you know, all that type of stuff from my pregames and everything. So, yeah. So did you, like, grow up a Clemson fan? Or are you just, like – well, who'd you grow up like watching like college football wise and like uh yeah team man I always I always been a Clemson fan. Uh Clemson has always been uh, a team I always watched. I actually had uh good connections with uh Deshaun Watson when I competed in the Cam Newton seven on seven. I'm not sure if you heard of that, but uh mm-hmm. Newton seven on seven, saw the guys like him and uh I live in Fort Mill, South Carolina, um and what about Rock Hill, so you know I talk to guys like, you know, I don't talk to him a lot, but whenever I see him around town, you know, it's cool to so what's up too with you know Nalas though or Jadavion Clowney, Mason Rudolph, or Anthony Johnson, uh, you know, guys like that, you know what I'm saying, that I that I have good vibes with and you know, say hey to them whenever I get a chance to see them because they're Rockin' natives. I play, you know, against their schools, Northwestern, South Point, all that, you know, type of stuff. But um, but yeah, man, I mean college wise, you know what I'm saying, I talk to some of those guys, but now nah, growing up a Clemson fan, I have been a Clemson fan uh ever since. Uh since what probably middle school, I used to see the little posters of Sammy Watkins and uh, DeAndre and all them man. I was like, man, this school, this school's really, you know what I'm saying? The the, the culture. And what, what I really feel about Clemson is, you know, the fact that Coach Sweeney has has done a lot to evolve the program. And I never seen no coach uh, done anything like that to evolve the program like he's did. I mean, they went from a downfall to you see where they are now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, uh, especially when I came into the camp, uh, being around them and you know talking to the, some of the coaches and all these guys. Uh, it was real cool, but now growing up, college wise, it's definitely been Clemson all the way. So, for sure. see, see, I didn't know that about you that you were part of that Cam Newton seven on seven. So now you got to go ahead and dive on into that and tell me a little uh, bit about that. <laughs> Who was you competing um, with out there? Anybody you remember specifically? Uh, let me see. It was man. I mean, I'm 21, man. So three years ago, I'm really trying to remember everything from back then. But um, uh, I remember I, what I, I had for dinner. My, my whole boy uh, played against. I played against him four years. But uh, guys like Jerry Howard, he's competing that too. Uh, Antonio Wallace, he's a guy that plays at. Uh, uh, I think it's Johnson C. Smith. Yeah, Johnson C. Smith, quarterback down there. Uh, a lot of guys that committed to Florida. I forgot their names, but they went to school in Georgia. Uh, I mean, we competed against them. I think it was like around the semifinal round in the in the tournament, right, man. Um, let me see. Now a lot of a lot of good guys that I really can't remember, man. But I just know that uh, I met a lot of guys. Uh, Throughout that camp as well too, that play college football now. So, but it's been so long. I wish I could remember the top of my head, man. But nah, it's, it's definitely been uh, uh, a long time. But nah, it, it, it was fun though for sure. What's it? What's it like? Like, um, like the atmosphere. Like, how is it like? Like, how's it like the tournament set up? Like, what, what kind? Just go. Yeah, into nah, can't like. really, can't really have that tournament set up well. You know, he had, he made sure that everybody had the. The, the, the same drive, the same passion, you know, he wanted to make sure that everybody in this camp could learn something out of it too, you know, especially, uh, you know, one time I was sitting down, he was giving the speech, and what really made me motivated, you know, I don't look up to Cam like that, but when he talks and everything, you know, it, it really, like, makes me know a lot of, or makes me, you know, utilize a lot of things in life, you know, he was telling me, or he was telling all of us when he was talking, saying that he don't care if you're a five-star, four-star, three-star, whatever. Everybody's is coming here to compete. You could be a no star. You could be the best. You could be the best of the best if you were no star. You know what I'm saying? And that's what makes me keep going as well too. Like I don't. I was. I was a zero star in high school. I was. I was. A, I could say nobody in high school. And just to see myself involved or you know, 
see my ways of coming up like this. It's it's amazing to me because I went from this to to, to where I am now, and it's amazing. And um, you know, during that tournament, Cam, you know, he comes around shaking guys' head, bumping everybody. Uh, we ran rounds. He's running rounds with us at the same time. You know, uh, but nah, that that whole tournament was really was really fun. Man. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, just being around that type of environment. He had Gatorade snacks for us. Everybody playing the Xbox. You know what I'm saying? Uh, PlayStation 4, playing Madden 2K. He had a tent set up and everything in that tournament. It was real fun. Uh, gave us a whole bunch of unarmored gear, too. So, nah, the tournament was real fun, though, for sure. So, uh, when you got to start, like, reporting to Clemson for, like, workouts and stuff, I know they're starting to get a little bit more lenient with this COVID shit. But, uh, yeah. like, when do you actually have to start, like, getting there and start working out? I know, uh, didn't Kirk just leave or something? Yeah, nah, I don't Kirk remember. Left, yeah, Kirk just left. Uh, he left, actually, I think two days ago. Two days ago. But with my situation right now, uh, we're just working on to getting on to the to the spot right now. Uh, I went over there to the facility my second semester or this semester coming or the last semester of spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked to the coaches, just trying to uh, see what's going on. I sent all my new Blueberry information, all that stuff, and NCA information, all that. Um, I'm not official yet. Everything we're still trying to work things out on the making right now. But um, there's a date where I had to showcase my my talents and everything. Coach, I taught his called, called coach and everything. He said I, he doesn't want me to look at it as a trial. He wants me to look at it as a showcase to see where he want to put you because of my two years of college experience at Newberry College. Um, so I'm just going to go down there, do what I have to do, showcase my, my, my talents and everything, and don't know where they have to put me on the field. So nothing's been official yet. But it's around August. Around August, uh, I believe, 16, 17, 15, around that time. Uh, I'm not sure yet. I'll get the information as it comes. Probably the end of July. I'm not sure yet, but uh, – that's when I get the information just to showcase around and everything like that. But as far as now, we just been connected with each other, you know, talking and making sure that uh, we just get ready for that time. So, yeah, and you've been you've been working your ass off, bro. I've been tuning into your to your workout videos and stuff, bro. And you you putting in that work for sure. You don't got nothing to be worried about, bro. <laughs> I appreciate it. A <laughs> um, couple more questions. Um, what do you think you bring to Clemson that uh, recruiting, like a guy that they brought in themselves, isn't going to bring? What do you think you bring uh, that stands you out from the crowd? If I can say anything, it's effort. It's effort that I have in myself. I got called that a lot when I was at Newberry. Uh, I was more total for my for my effortness, and that's something that I can never give up on. And I bring that effort because I look at all the stuff I've been through to see where I'm at now, and I push myself to be the best. So if I can say anything at its best, I can say effort. Uh, the word effort really carries me a lot because I bring effort not just to – on the field, but I bring it off the field as well too. Just with learning plays and and and, and, and knowing so much of, of everything, uh, just trying to learn as best. So if I can say anything, it's definitely efforts the big word. And I already, you know, I know things are not official yet during, during this time right now as I'm trying to work there. But a lot of people saying like, "Oh, you could be the next Hunter Renfro. You could be the next whatever." I don't want to be known as that. I want to be known as Joshua Reaper. That's my name. You know, nobody else. Um, because I'm, I'm I'm different. I don't want to look at myself as the same. I want I don't want to look at myself being just an average. You know what I'm saying? I want to be beyond that. So uh, if anything that I could that I could say is 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 effort. And I'll bring effort into anything to help you know bring guys out. That's what's up. People don't people don't understand the importance of effort either. If you don't if you don't have that drive to be great, you're not gonna be. You know what exactly. I mean? And it's hard to teach too. It's something you really can't teach. It's something that you got to bring yourself. And I feel like that's what I have in myself. Yeah. You know? So and I could I could tell, bro. You 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 put in effort not just on the field, bro. Like you put in you put in effort in your life, like bro. I could tell, like just the way you like you just carry yourself, bro. And like I, I'm built like the same way, bro. It's like, yeah, like 
I wasn't the best athlete in high school. Who yeah. cares though? You know what I mean? Like I'm out here, like, you know, we're doing a podcast, we're doing all sorts of things. You just got to have effort in no matter what you do. If you're an accountant, be the best damn accountant, bro. You know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. That's, what, just, that's what it's all about. <laughs> it's just, it's just a mindset, bro. Just, some people have it. Some people don't. And I think that's one of the biggest problems in the world is we need more people with that effort and drive to like really just get their stories out there get on my fucking podcast and just share yeah. the shit out of their stuff, bro. Because, like, oh, yeah. so, so, yeah. <laughs> that's what we need, bro. We just need more yeah. people to just, just, like, just pass it along to your kids that, like, effort's important. Because I think right, that's, right. Exactly. It's, it's, like, the biggest low-key factor of all the time. There should be an effort rating on Madden. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, I'll be thinking of that. I'll be hey. thinking the same thing, too, for real. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one last question for you, bro. Uh, any advice to the young high school guys unsure of what they want to do in college? Maybe same position as you, no stars, not very many offers. What What kind of advice can you pass along to those guys? Um, if anything, I want to give to those guys, man. It's just uh, never give up in life, no matter what situation you're in, no matter where you start from. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. And I just want all the young guys to – Remember that just because of what situation you are right now, don't feel like it's your last because you're young and there's so much to live for. And then it doesn't even have to be football. It could be, you know, if you want to start a business, if you want to go to college, if you want to make sure you get that degree, just never give up and no matter what you set your mind to. And as long as you have that in your in your in your in your in your head, in your brain, and whatever goes through, just keep pushing. As long as you have that, nothing's gonna stop you. Nobody can stop you. And also, you know. I want to also bring out too, you know, uh, any negativity you see, uh, just pass through it, pass through and fight through it. Just, you know, if I could do it during high school and at least play college football and, you know, nobody helping me out and I did it on my own, you know what I'm saying? I, I believe that they could do the same thing. So if I can say anything, just to never give the life and keep pushing. That's what's up, bro. Everybody, that's Joshua Victorin for you guys. Going to be the next Clemson star. I have faith. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. All right. Yes, you have a good one, my guy. Yes, sir. You too. You too.